What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. It is Friday, Friday the 12th. Time for some power rankings and picks. Still not exactly sure how we're going to do Fridays every single day coming up. Uh, whether I want to make it more about power ratings, go through them, kind of comb through them, do more handicapping. Not exactly sure what it's going to turn into, but uh, we'll start off today by talking about NFL power rankings. Just posted some fresh NFL power rankings on our Twitter account. Give us a follow at SBD underscore POD. SBD for Sports Betting Daily underscore pod. Uh, We put up our NFL power rankings there, 1 through 32. You can check out every single team where they fall on this list. Now, the way these power rankings work in the NFL, not other sports, but specifically NFL, is it's all based on how many points better or worse than average these teams are. So if you have a team uh, who is rated a 1 and they're playing a team who's also rated a 1, that means they're considered to be equal teams. So if it were a neutral field, it would be a pick em. If uh, one of the teams were home, then they'd be two and a half to three point favorites. So that's how it works. Simple math. You just add two and a half to three for home field. So that's how you can use the rankings again at uh, on Twitter at SBD underscore POD. <laughs> Had to remember that for a sec. SBD underscore POD. All right, so NFL power rankings. Uh, like I said, on Twitter, they're up there 1 through 32. We're going to go through the top 10 today and uh, just give a note on each team. Some surprises for sure in the top 10. First things first, special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. One of the best places to make sports bets because it's so much fun. Sports betting has become it's synonymous with American entertainment, right? We watch sports. We like to bet on sports. That's all great. But do you want to have more fun when you're betting on sports? Obviously, winning money is great, but I have a way for you to make it even more enjoyable. Better Edge is technically not a sports book. They are a social media platform where you can legally make sports bets. Isn't that awesome? So with that, you can follow your friends, follow your buddies, have private competitions with them. If you ever have a buddy at work or one of your friends who's talking smack, you can do head-to-head matchups with friends. There's also tournaments, competitions. It's so fun, so interactive. You've got to check them out online. BetterEdge.com. Use promo code SHARP when you're signing up. All right, NFL Power Rankings. Let's go 1 through 10 right now. Number one, anybody want to guess? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa's number one in the NFL. They are 6.8 points better than average. And I mean, what can you say here? Tampa Bay, largely the exact same team they were last year. Doesn't seem like Tom Brady's regressing at all. Couple injuries is actually holding this number down a bit, but Tampa Bay plus 6.8. Number two, I have the Arizona Cardinals at 5.8, a point worse than Tampa. And the thing with Arizona Last couple years, it's been when Kyler Murray gets hurt, they crumble. And it's it's really amazing to see what the offense did with Colt McCoy in there. They didn't seem to pull, pull much back. And what that tells me is that this is more about the coaching staff, Cliff Kingsbury, getting a good offense to work built around the players he has compared to Kyler Murray being asked to do everything. So Arizona, 5.8, number two. Buffalo, number three at 5.3. Very good season so far. A little inconsistent on a week-to-week basis in terms of efficiency and what to expect in the red zone. But Buffalo, uh, one of the better teams in the NFL. Certainly, I think, the best team in the AFC. Buffalo, 
number three at 5.3. Number four, the LA Rams, 5.1. Slight, slight increase because of OBJ, but generally, this is just a good team who's doing things a different way. I call it the Madden team, right? Because that's what a lot of people do in Madden. They just sell picks, load up, and uh, try and build a dream team. And it's exactly what the Rams are doing. So I like the Rams. I like how they're playing. My question is, how do they compete against a team like Tampa Bay, who's a little more cohesive, knows each other a little more, but uh, that conversation's for a different day, potentially come playoff time. Uh, LA Rams, number four, at 5.1. Number five, Green Bay. They're exactly plus five. And uh, I mean, they're a very good team. It's It's really... But they, they were downgraded, I think, seven and a half points last week in the market. That's right where I have Aaron Rodgers, so I agree with that. But uh, AR should be back this week. Big question mark. And this is what's important about these power rankings. You have to adjust what's going on. These power rankings are live. If Aaron Rodgers is 100% healthy, Green Bay is a half point to a point better in these rankings. So keep that in mind. But uh, according to where Aaron Rodgers is now, we're expecting him to play. He should be about 80-90%. So Green Bay is a 5 overall at number 5. Number 6, Tennessee. They are rated 4.8. And I may have to do a little extra adjusting because there have been injuries. And uh, you know this is not the same team it was a month ago. However... They're still high in my rankings. Again, I may need to do a little tweaking of all the teams right now. I do have Tennessee. I think they may be a little bit overrated, at least at a 4.8. I don't really care about what they are in the NFL, but I think 4.8 may be a little generous for the Titans. Either way, uh, Tennessee number six overall and number two in the AFC. Number seven, the Dallas Cowboys at a 4.5 rating. Dallas does everything well. They don't do anything particularly great, but they do everything well. This coaching staff was underrated heading into this year. Mike McCarthy knows what he's doing. This offensive team knows what they're, or offensive coaching staff knows what they're doing. Dallas, I expect them to keep improving, especially getting some of these wins in the NFC East. Uh, Dallas, number seven at 4.5. Number eight and number nine are tied. Baltimore and Cleveland are both 4.2. Um, so, and I think Baltimore is like a 4.25 and Cleveland's like a 4.21. So it goes to the hundreds, you know, pull place if you want to get technical here. But uh, either way, both very good teams. Now, Baltimore, much more reliant on their quarterback. Lamar Jackson has done everything for them this year. And I kind of talked about this with Arizona, right? Kyler Murray, in the past, he would get hurt and they would crumble. This year, not the case. Baltimore, if they lose their quarterback, if Lamar Jackson goes down, that would be one of the biggest downgrades in the NFL. So they are very reliant on Lamar Jackson. He's still okay, still seemingly healthy at this point in the year. But keep in mind, that's very fragile with Baltimore. A lot less fragile than the rating with Cleveland, especially post-OBJ. Now, we said it was a slight upgrade for the LA Rams. It's also an upgrade for the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield is a much better quarterback without Odell on the field. And it's not the intrinsic ability of Odell Beckham Jr. Of course, he's a good run, or a good receiver. It's the mind games. It's the Baker feels like he has to feed him, has to throw him the football, has to pay attention to him. Without Odell Beckham Jr., things open up, players are less stressed, and I think that's a good thing for the Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland at 4.2, a lot less fragile than Baltimore at 4.2. And uh, number 10 overall, drum roll, please. Do we have a drum roll in here? I think we do. There we go. All right, number 10 is uh, Kansas City. And Kansas City is rated a four in my rankings. And just to give an idea, 
if Kansas City got one point better, they'd go all the way up from number 10 to number five, where Green Bay currently is. So these teams are very close together. There's only 2.8 points separating Tampa Bay, number one, and Kansas City, number 10. Now, these are my power ratings. You may disagree with that, but I think everyone's overreacting with what we've seen this year from Kansas City. They're not as bad as everyone thinks. People are saying they're an average team this year. I don't think that's the case. They have a couple things to make, a couple tweaks. Vegas agrees with me. The market agrees with me. Kansas City should still win the AFC West or at least make a wild card uh, in the AFC. So I don't think there's anything really to worry about that much with Kansas City. couple changes on defense, and I expect that defense to improve anyway. It was historically bad. That couldn't have kept up. Uh, Kansas City, number 10 with a 4.0 rating. All right, let's get on to some picks. And uh, again, you know, I'm not really sure what I want Fridays to be. Uh, I may do more of a handicapping thing, you know, kind of like we just did, kind of go through some power ratings and then spend more time handicapping. Not exactly sure, but uh, either way, I've got three games for this weekend. Now, here's the thing. For the old audience who used to listen to the Sharp Angle podcast, uh, we give picks every Saturday and Sunday morning. And I'm going to continue to do that. But the issue with only giving quick picks on the weekends is there's rarely value in a lot of the plays left, right? There's sometimes value, and I try and give those games out. But I found myself with the old podcast just sort of not forcing games, but... You know, if there was maybe 0.3% value, I would give that out, you know, when usually I need 0.5 or 1% to make a bet. So I just want to be careful giving these bets out on the weekends or having everyone have the expectation that there's going to be all these picks on Saturday and Sunday. What the weekend quick picks will be is... Is there any value left? Going through some games. Hey, what what has changed? Why have these lines moved? Where have they moved? Are there any games now that present value that we didn't have earlier in the week? Or are the games we liked earlier in the week moved? So we'll talk about all that on Saturday, Sunday morning. But don't expect all these different picks on the weekend. There's just not enough value left. So on Friday, I think it's a good opportunity to give a couple picks for the weekend and a little bit of a look ahead. All right, so let's go. Pick number one. We will go college football tomorrow. College football, Air Force at CSU. We're going to take the Air Force Falcons minus two and a half. Air Force minus two and a half. A lot of people have really downgraded Air Force after their last couple losses. Two losses in a row, very, very difficult, tough tough losses against San Diego State and Army. So what people do, a lot of people, not me, is they see the losses and they automatically downgrade. To me, I know this may sound weird, wins and losses don't really matter as much as you may think they do. What matters to me is how teams play. And what I mean by that is, I mean, just think about it. If you have a team who is losing by two and their kicker hits a 60-yard field goal to win, does that suddenly make them a better team by definition? Not really. It just means they hit that field goal and won the game, right? The team is the same team. All it's changed is our perception of that team. So that's why, hey, close loss, couple close losses. Some people may downgrade huge because of those losses. I don't think that's the case. So Air Force, I still have actually... 34th in my power rankings. And to compare that with CSU, I have the Rams 79th. Now, the big factor in this game, big factor I think is most people betting on this will see that the Colorado State Rams are grading very well against the run this year. But the Rams historically have done terrible against the option and Air Force. And their head coach, Steve Adazio, brand new a couple years ago, has also done very poorly against the option in his career. 
Steve Adazio, lifetime against the option, two and eight against the spread. And CSU, as a, as a uh, school, is one and six straight up their last seven games against Air Force, and they've covered the spread in one of those games, their only win. Two and a half points is far too few points, I think, in this game for an Air Force team that's still very, very good, at least in my opinion, on the ground. Now, Air Force is number one in the nation in offensive yards per game and rush attempts. They run the football very, very well. They're number two in the nation in rushing touchdowns. And on top of that, Air Force has really improved week by week in their passing game. As a matter of fact, last week, Zeke Daniels had a season-high 226 passing yards in the loss against Army. Air Force can open it up. They're much better offensively. And I think CSU is going to have a hard time both slowing them down and scoring the football. Uh, I will take Air Force minus two and a half at CSU. Game number two, we're going to go to some NHL uh, later tonight, or uh, tomorrow night, excuse me. NHL on Saturday night. This is uh, Vegas hosting Vancouver. I'm going to take the Vegas Golden Knights minus 155. Now, this is a reason why we're doing these pick pa- uh, these uh, these picks early. I do not think this line will be available even tomorrow morning. I think you can get Vegas minus 155 in several places right now. I know you can get them 150, 155 on Bet Rivers, Bet Fred. I think Points Bet has them minus 158, minus 160. So it's right around minus 155 on several sites, but the number is rising. It's going up as we speak. So you've got to get on this game as soon as you can. Vegas, minus 155. Vegas started the season very banged up. They were dealing with injuries, a lot of inconsistencies. And again, I think that people out there downgrade based on wins and losses. That's not a great way to go about your job if your if your livelihood and your paycheck relies on your power rankings being uh, accurate. Now, I saw The Athletic had their power rankings out and they may as well just go down the NHL standings. It's like, well, if you have a lot of wins, you must be good. If you have a few losses early on, you must be bad. It's way more nuanced than that. So be careful if you're using online sources. We talked about this a couple days ago. You can't buy wins. You can't just buy a, prescri- or a <laughs> prescription, a subscription to The Athletic and think you can use their power ratings and bet. It doesn't work that way. They're very bad. Public. A lot of these public ratings are so horrible. It's just laughable. But uh, either way. My point here is, I know Vegas doesn't have a great record right now, but they're still one of the best teams in the NHL, and they're getting better. Uh, Vancouver is not generating offense. I mean, the Canucks have been horrible this year putting the puck on net. They're 31st in the NHL in expected goals a game, and they're 29th in expected uh, plus-minus goals a game. Uh, nine of their 35 goals have come on the power play. That's 26%. Again, Nine of Vancouver's 35 goals have come on the power play. 26% of their goals are with the man advantage. This is not good for Vancouver. Things have not been good this season. Their coach is on the hot seat. I think it's long overdue. Uh, this is a better roster than they're performing, but right now they're just in a funk. They lost 7-1 their last game out, and I don't think there's much reason to believe they're going to have some huge rally and have their best game of the season after that. Uh, I think that we're getting Vegas at a bit of a low price here. As a matter of fact, I think Vegas is probably one of their best prices or lowest prices that we're going to get them for all season long. Vegas is a top five team. I think there's no doubt about that, especially now that they're getting healthier. Uh, Top five team being priced as if they're maybe around 10, 11, 12. I think this is disrespectful for Vegas. I think minus 155 provides us some nice value on the Golden Knights. 
And our final game of the weekend. Let's fast forward to Sunday in the NFL. I'm going to take uh, the Denver Broncos minus two and a half at home against Philadelphia. Now, this is a big power ratings play for me. I have Denver about a point better than average, and I have Philadelphia three points worse than average. So that means Denver, I have four points better than Philly. In Denver, I've got this uh, six and a half point rating. So that's that's the power ratings before I go in and do some post work. After I do is some injuries, some last couple weeks, you know, incorporate everything. I get this down to four and a half. Okay, so pure power ratings play at six and a half. I get this down to Denver minus four and a half. That's still value. This is minus two and a half, and we're moving through key numbers. Okay, if we think that Denver should be minus four and a half and they're minus two and a half, that's so much better than if we thought they were minus six and a half and the line is minus four and a half. If you're moving through key numbers and what we project and what the market has, that provides us more value. So Denver at minus two and a half, I think is certainly a good play. Uh, Philadelphia, their efficiency has been falling the last three weeks. Hertz is playing well, but not a lot of people around him are playing very well in terms of efficiency. Their only win the last month was against Detroit. I mean, Philadelphia has been losing against good teams or average teams beating up on uh, the bottom of the league. Meanwhile, Denver's playing motivated football. I know they lost Von Miller, but just because you lose Von Miller doesn't necessarily mean this team's going to quit. I think it's hysterical how so many handicappers or fans, they just assume that we are in the locker room. It's like, that's not how it works. You know how often I heard last week, uh, Denver trading Von Miller, this team must be quitting. It's like, why? Why would you think that? Like Because that's what you would do? Because that's what happens in the movies? That's not what happens. These players still want to play. They still want to go out there and compete. The whole idea of, oh, you just traded Von Miller, no one's going to play, that's ridiculous. So you know, I think Denver's playing motivated football. This is going to come down to quarterback play, in my opinion. And it's it's hysterical how so many things in the NFL, you, you weigh all these numbers and you weigh all this advanced data. Sometimes it comes down to who's got the better quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, I have right now three points better than uh, Jalen Hurts. I'll take Denver minus two and a half. Once again, my three picks for this weekend. In college football, I've got Air Force minus two and a half tomorrow at CSU. In NHL on Saturday night, I've got Vegas minus 155 against Vancouver. And then uh, in the NFL on Sunday, Denver Broncos minus two and a half against Philadelphia. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow, bright and early on Sports Betting Daily.